Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. The report issued by the Auditor General of Ontario, Bonnie Lissick. And uh, Ms. Lissick, I hope that I'm saying your name right. It's, it's variously pronounced as Lissick and Lysick. What is it? Uh, it is Lissick. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I got it right. Yes. Good to have you on board. Um, Bonnie Lissick is the Auditor General of Ontario. And you issued a pretty darn large report, as is your want, on an annualized basis. And I think the thing that's come out of it that has garnered the most news is the issue of... Uh, what we're doing to achieve lower emissions, lower carbon emissions in line with the targets that have been set under the Paris Accord to which Canada and through Canada, Ontario has signed on. Where are we with that and what is it that you actually say? Um, Yeah, we have a whole chapter dedicated to climate change in our report and uh, we talk about the Ontario's plan to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and Mm -hmm. We put that in context of world emissions, Canada's emissions, Ontario's emissions, and then the plan. We do comment on the achievement, the 2030 target to 143 megatons that Ontario has uh, laid out as its plan, and comment on um, what's in the plan and that, you know, more work is needed uh, going forward in the modeling of some of the initiatives and and, uh, maybe being a little bit more firm going forward on what those initiatives are that will get the um, emissions down to 143 megatons. You know, in the in the context of it, um, the world is producing 47,000 megatons. Canada, 719. Ontario of that is producing right now about 163 uh, greenhouse gas emission in megatons. And so As I understand it, though, the requirement is to take carbon emissions down by uh, almost another 17 megatons correct. in that time period. Correct. And on the present course, what you're saying is it's kind of a, a, a broad berth that uh, you've cut. You say we would fall somewhere between 6 and 13, which means we'd miss the target. If we got to the high end, we wouldn't miss it by much. What are you saying we have to do? How does this relate to, for example, we had a cap-and-trade system that was put in by the former government. It was removed by this government. We had an electric vehicle incentive of, I think, $10,000 if you bought an electric vehicle that was scrapped by this government. Are you pinning um, our situation where we're looking at a shortfall on the fact that we have... um, taken and, and scrapped these things, or are you saying that we haven't fleshed out the plan that we've got to a proper extent? Yeah, I, I think it's the latter. Uh, the plan needs to be fleshed out a little bit more in terms of how do you get to the 143 target in 2030. Um, we've looked at the um, you know the previous plan that was in place along with this plan, and, and we've had the same comment. Um, you know, there's a lot of initiatives, and it's estimating what that impact will be on emissions. And so in, in the case of this one, uh, just, uh, you know, more more work done on identifying the plans, the emission reductions, and then, you know, the feds uh, will put out uh, uh, actual emission uh, information in April next year and, you know, track against that because at the, the end game is 143 
megatons by 2030. Okay, well, the environment minister is saying, yeah, we're kind of, my words, a work in progress, and, and we know we have work to do, but we think that we have the uh, ability to put it into place and achieve the target. So we'll leave it at that and let him fight it out. But let me throw a number at you because you, you work in numbers and quantification. Um, electric vehicles in Ontario, we now have 41,000 of them, according to your report. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the plan that uh, the Ford government's put out predicts that by 2030, um, given world trending and so forth, we'll have over a million of these things on the roads. Is that possible? Have you done work on whether or not that's possible, a million over the course of the next 10 years? Yeah, that, that's, that's actually as well a carryover from the previous plan. And so uh, in both cases, when we critique the previous plan and when we're critiquing this plan, we're saying that um, given the uptake and, and the incentives, in um, more so in this case today, though, uh, it appears that that is uh, not yet uh, appearing reasonable. So the the one million is uh, a bit of an overreach, uh, is is what I'm getting from you. Yes. Number one and number two, you mentioned the you used the word incentives, and I've used the word incentives. And here's here's where I come down on this. I used to be part of uh, a previous government that was criticizing the people who handed out the incentives. We we had a ten thousand dollar gift. Uh, on the part of the Liberals, for buying an electric car. I know a lot of people who bought electric cars and were happy to take it. I don't know of any other jurisdictions in North America that have, have done anything like that, and yet there is a reasonably brisk business, an increasing business, in selling electric vehicles in other provinces, and very notably in the United States, without any need for an incentive. So I'm just wondering what is possible. Have you done any work on what you think the number could be? Uh, we haven't estimated what we would think is uh, is realistic. I think um, I think we're suggesting that uh, with all of these items that you know need to be addressed leading up to a reduction target being achieved, uh, that needs to be worked out. And the backup to how you you know get to a reasonable estimate needs to be there. Okay, um, let me g- summarize and get on to another subject. So, mm-hmm. in summary, if you, if I say to you, the Ford government needs to move in a particular direction with its plan to get to the targets that have been set under uh, the Paris Accord, not to mention anything that the Trudeau government might enact over the next while. We're going to hear about the throne speech in the next hour or so. What are you saying, in short, to the Ford government with your analysis? Well, I think we knew going forward when we looked at this that it was a plan that was, um, you know, going to be uh, continually updated. And so that's what we'd recommend is that they look um, on an ongoing basis at the plan, update it accordingly, and uh, and report on, um, you know, how successful they, they are going forward in meeting, in meeting the items that they are putting forward that will reduce um, emissions. So really it's Revisiting, you've got to revisit this constantly because the number, you know, the actual emissions that are being tracked could be different, right? Could change depending on the data. So just track it, you know, move with initiatives going forward and then go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Go with the flow. Okay, I've got a minute left and I want to get your comment on this long term care homes and bad diet. That was in your report, and uh, that actually isn't the Ford people because uh, it was tracked between 2014 and 2018, but it doesn't take away the responsibility of changing things because it seems the long-term care people and the allocations they're getting seem to be in, uh, in disarray with their ability to supply food that is nutritious to people who are in there, and that's 70-plus thousand people. 
Yeah, there's, you know, I think part of what we commented on was the nutrition and then the other was the um, the care plans for people. So there's 77,000 people. Um, their average age is about 83. That hasn't changed over the last decade roughly. But at, uh, what's changed is the level of care they require because a lot of them more have uh, more so have dementia or, or Alzheimer's. And so then, you know, what's needed is hands to help um, on their everyday living and on their receiving their food in accordance with their plan. We found that the um, content of the food was, um, you know, higher sugar. Juices have a lot of higher sugar, less fiber, you know, which could lead to constipation and uh, maybe too much sodium, which could result in high blood pressure. And there is a trade-off, right? I mean, people argue, is it giving somebody something they like to eat or should they have a diet that's healthy for them? And I guess that is the trade-off at, at, at that point in one's life, um, having said that uh you know that's that's likely the family's choice right well thanks for being there and and uh shining a light on some of these things it's a very important function in the province of ontario bonnie lissick auditor general of the province of ontario we appreciate you joining us well thank you very much for the invitation thanks for listening to the john oakley show podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe for free at apple podcasts google podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio 